0: This week, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering, and suffering leads to Star Wars Episode 1: The Phantom Menace. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer! I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. I am Obi John Kenobi. Whoa! Oh. Oh. Wow! Two weeks in a row. John <laughs> gives himself an extra name. Yeah. Doesn't tell us. Doesn't let us in on the nope,
1: bit. No. Nope.
0: Otherwise, I wouldn't look like such a genius. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'm Darth Malk. Malk. Nailed
2: it. Nice. Yeah, I'm nice. good. Full of vitamin
1: R. <laughs> yeah.
0: And this week, we are discussing, we are embarking, I should say, on a journey, a trek, if you will. A trek through the stars, <laughs> I don't a regular think that's what old we're doing. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, man. Into the saga, the Star Wars saga. Starting right now, we're going to be working our way through all of the Star Wars movies. Uh, the all the Star Wars movies, not just this one, oh, man. Uh, leading if up only. to leading up to Rogue One. Uh, this is going to be our first big themey run here, so get ready for a bunch of uh, John yelling at everybody.
2: Yeah. Wait, 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 wait! You mean we're not watching this one
0: six times? <laughs> No, we There's a lot to unpack. I mean, to be fair, we've chosen not to kill ourselves. Yeah. So, there's that. And so this week we are discussing 1999's Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Pew pew bsh, 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 noises
2: that the droids make.
0: Wow! That was a fucking...
1: oh.
0: Yeah, we're doing it, guys. I liked Mark's ACDC scream. Yeah. <laughs> it's right from the director of THX 1138, the writer of the story of Willow, and the executive producer of Radioland Murders, all the same man, George <laughs> Lucas, comes Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, a movie about selling toys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I think before
0: we start, I just
2: want to say real quick... I actually really dig the prequels. I get that they're not good movies, but uh, something that's helped me come to terms with this is that... <laughs> <laughs> the
1: prequels... Ah,
3: apologetics!
2: A man of faith! The prequel movies are are very much like those uh, computer-generated magic eye paintings from the uh, mid-90s, where... There's some cool stuff in there, but it takes a lot of effort and a lot of concentration to see it. And depending on what you're looking for, it may not be worth the effort.
0: (laughs) But it shouldn't require effort to love.
2: I get that. I totally get that. But I I have a lot of genuine affection for these dumb movies. I
0: I will say this. There's a lot of things in the Star Wars prequels that I do enjoy, I do like. uh, But I do think they are subpar parts of the Star Wars saga.
2: Nah, dude, they're better than Empire. I don't care what anyone says. Mm. All right.
3: Mm.
0: Pack it up. And this,
3: <laughs> this, friends, is where we begin John's thesis defense. <laughs> you guys hear these midichlorians? They're real interesting.
2: Let nope, me tell you about nope, it. No, nope,
0: nope. Done this, been there, done that.
2: <laughs> Travel back in time and see our episode of Public Access Live. <laughs> which was live. Where I brought the whole show to a screeching halt <laughs> in a... Two-fisted defense of midichlorians and why they actually solve more plot holes than
0: they create. Do they? Oh, they do. Alright, so Star Wars Episode 1, <laughs> The Phantom Menace begins, like all movies do, with yellow text disappearing into space. What I love yeah. is that Patrick seemed to have forgotten this and was <laughs>
3: delightfully surprised. I didn't realize we were going to do it every time. He was trying to guess the words before they appeared on screen. Ooh,
0: uh, taxes,
2: <laughs> sentence. Episode 1, The Phantom fe- menace. 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 That's where that movie's now. Name comes from. Yeah,
3: it's not Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) Off
0: to a dynamite start. Star Wars Episode One: Dennis the Menace. I feel like much like Mr. Wilson has built a giant universe-destroying death machine. Well,
3: I mean, legitimately, they both star a precocious blonde child. Whoa! Whoa. Oh shit! They're both pissing off old people by breaking
1: stuff. Oh
0: shit! We just it got this got way too close (laughs) for me. This got way too close to being real. Yeah, uh, that's what they don't tell you in the comic strip because
3: actually, Mister Wilson is Dennis's slaveholder. Oh <laughs> that makes him fix the lawnmower and leaf blower and stuff. <laughs> oh no!
0: Ah, uh, so, <laughs> so we get an opening crawl that basically explains that the planet of Naboo is being basically held hostage by the evil Trade Federation, and uh, they're blocking off trade routes. But. The, uh, uh, what's his name? The Chancellor? Chancellor. Uh, Supreme Chancellor Valorum. Yes, yeah, so, played by General Zod. The original, the good General Zod. Uh, there are no good General Zods. They're all bad guys, dude.
2: <laughs>
0: Unless you're talking about some Earth-3 bullshit. Okay, so General Zod, General Zod Valorum sends two Jedis to work out a peaceful a negotiation to stop this thing and that's where we are introduced to our two heroes of the film Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn and Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Ben Kenobi of all the it's just
2: it's weird that his like kooky alias on Tatooine is actually a way more normal name than his actual dumb name it's just Ben <laughs> yep hey Ben get over here Boy, much like this movie, we started out strong and then just kind of fizzled out for a while. Wow. But we're going to end it real good. Are
1: we? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so the the Jedi come in and uh, they're served by a silver-looking C-3PO lady. And uh, she gives them some tea. Yes, she does. Or some kind of beverage that they just drink, drink yeah. without like bothering to check it for, say, poison or anything. Yeah, Because we've seen the horrible Japanese stereotype monsters running the Trade Federation. I will say, Very yeah, there, there
2: are, so uh, much like, oh, I think we were talking about this during the movie as well, uh, which would you prefer, Star Trek's misogyny or this movie's uh, caricatured racism? <laughs> yes! Let's say racial insensitivity, because yeah. it's not malicious, but it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon where it's like, come on, you should know better. <laughs> right,
0: Yeah. And, like, so the the Nemodians, they are the ones who run the Trade Federation. Oh, that's right. Mr. Newt Gunroy
2: that's right. as the wow. head of the Trade Federation. Newt
0: Gunroy. He was the one with that sweet hat. Oh. Yes. And the one who talks like this. Ah, they all do that, dude. That's true. <laughs> valid.
3: Valid. None of us should repeat that accent. <laughs> None of it is okay. <laughs> Keep your Jar Jars to a minimum, too, everybody. Ooh, that's
1: gonna be tough.
0: That's all right. I'm gonna be boss-nassing all over this place later. Uh, so the Trade Federation is very upset they contact Darth Sidious their evil mysterious hologram leader uh, shrouded in hood but here's the thing, is a Star Wars prequel. We all know that it's Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, right. We do. In fact, like, unlike
2: Obi-Wan Kenobi, he doesn't even bother to change his name in the later movies. He's straight up Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. right. So when well, a lovable right right scamp now, Senator Palpatine shows. up. I was up,
3: about to say, this is first name Senator, last name Palpatine. No relation. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's how names work. <laughs> uh, you must be
2: confusing me with my brother, Charles Hitler. Yeah,
0: exactly. No, oh, that's I'm right. Bill
3: Palpatine. <laughs> I have a nice siding company in
0: Forest Hills. <laughs> so, so they, uh, the 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 the, the Nomodians and the Trade Federation send a bunch of droids to come after the Jedi, and we get our first taste of what. Uh, old New Republic Jedis are up to. So basically, these are Jedis before the time of... They're just uh, Jedi,
2: dude. They're yeah. like sheep. The plural is the same. right? So are they,
0: They're not Jedis? Nope. They're Jedi-im. Whoa. jedi Yeah. Jedi-a? Jedi-pudlians? Yeah. See how many more
3: silly Jedis. noises we can fucking make? <laughs> yeah. So the Jeds show up. Yeah, the Jeds. How dare you? That is our word. <laughs> All the jedediahs
0: so a bunch of, so they raise a barn and uh,
3: <laughs> which actually happens in the movie it's very nice they drink things
0: out of mason jars I was very pleased and Harrison Ford showed up just yeah. to like make sure that that lady didn't get killed by those gangsters yeah because she saw a murder dude yeah and then he you made might some say habits. she even
2: witnessed it <laughs> nah who would say that that's dumb you're yeah. dumb.
0: Valid point. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so the Pneumodians sent a bunch of droids after the Jedi. The Jedi dispatched them pretty easily with their lightsabers. Because, because is...
2: droids suck. Sure. And this is also uh, kind of Jedi at the height of their power. So right. in the uh, in the original trilogy, we only saw kind of like half-trained Jedi right. and uh, over-the-hill Jedi, Jedi. Or
0: half-robot Jedi. Right,
2: exactly. Uh, so we, we've never actually seen just a fully-trained a fully armed and operational Jedi. Yeah, right. but
3: but in this one, aren't all the Jedi splitting all their midichlorians with everybody? We are getting to that. Do not jump ahead.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Obi Wan and Qui Gon take care of business. They fight their way uh, out of out of the Trade Federation ship, and they make their way down to the surface of the planet Naboo. And while they're the Trade Federation are threatening the Naboo Queen Amidala, be like you gonna sign this treaty man. she's like no actually and then, she's
3: like no
0: <laughs> you're right i'm sorry for putting too much affectation yeah. on that Now you uh, put actually, a little I,
3: bit of oomph <laughs> in that performance and that is not what we got in this movie
0: uh and so uh we see qui-gon Jinn escaping the giant roving death machines of the advancing droid army they're coming to invade the planet and while there, he happens to run face first into a startled racial caricature oh, named yeah. Jar Jar Binks. The yeah.
2: best character. He really isn't. Mm, oh, no, he's, man. He's
3: really not. I
2: will say this about uh, Jar Jar Binks, is that he is an on-purpose annoying character, which why would you do that? Because best case scenario, you've irritated the audience. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't like any, like, I, this comes up a lot, especially in sci-fi. Like, West, uh, yeah, Wesley Crusher. Yes, shut up, Wesley, yeah. Where he's like, well, he's fine because, like, all the other crew members don't like him. He's supposed to be annoying. Like, yes, but then I was annoyed.
3: (laughs) I was trying Why would you do that? I was trying to have dinner and watch the the syndicated reruns of TNG, and Wesley Crusher was wrecking it for me. (laughs) Whining his fucking face off. I thought to myself, I need to escape this whining. I need to watch Star
0: Wars. <laughs> Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan run into Jar Jar Binks, a Gungan, a weird fish lizard man.
2: And I will also say that, uh, you know, for the kind of like lightning rod of uh, internet toxicity that Jar Jar Binks did become almost immediately, I he really isn't in that much of this movie. He, he He's
0: often in the background, but he doesn't actually have that much stuff. The thing stuff. is, he's in a lot of the beginning. Yeah. And he's in a lot of the end. Right. And then he disappears for some in the middle, but he's in, like, the parts of the movie everyone remembers. Sure. And so... You know, they meet him, and then he's like, Mr. Cha Jar Pinks, come on down to Gungan. And <laughs> I said
3: none of us should do that accent. I just like, come on down
2: to
0: Town. I'll get you a great deal on a
2: used yeah, car. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. I'll get you uh, one of those uh, underwater space boats. So they go uh, down. It's called a bongo. Yeah, I'm sorry, right?
1: Is it? Yes, <laughs> sure is. It
0: is. So they the, get it in Oath Gunga,
2: so they, capital city of the underwater Gungans.
0: All right, so Jar Jar Binks takes them back to his Head underworld. of security is Captain Tamos. <laughs> uh, Jar Jar Binks has been banished from Oath Gunga because he's
2: clumsy. Well, to be fair, it's not necessarily that he's clumsy. It's the result of his clumsy, I guess, crushed some of the boss's slave labor. Yeah. Which yeah. means he has blood on his hands yeah. from the very yes. beginning. yes. So that's what I think has happened to this character is that I think cuz most of the other Gungans are relatively normal. They they kind of have that baby talk, yeah. but they're not like Whoa! I think that we are watching Jar Jar Binks have a psychotic break <laughs> from the guilt.
0: He's reverted back to a childlike persona. He has to yeah, avoid Angel. taking responsibility oh, no. for his I like agency. this. I like this, man. Actually. You know what? You are you are turning me right now. I am I am very
2: slowly oh,
0: getting on the Jar just, Jar bandwagon. Just wait till
2: we get to the midi and the love story, man. I am gonna yeah. I'm gonna raise a lot of eyebrows and change. Oh, I'm gonna heal God. a lot of broken hearts.
0: God. So the they they meet all the gungans and they basically brainwash the boss of the gungans boss Nass uh played by the immortal blind Brian Blast. And what I love the is The immortal and drunk Brian Blast. And that's the thing
2: like he's a, he's a purely CGI character but even in CGI form you can tell when he's had his first drink of the day. <laughs> Kind of like uh, when you can tell Hemingway started drinking, like halfway through his yeah. essays, you can see where Boss
3: Nass starts to kind of lose it. I like the fact that Boss Nass looks like an old retired battle toad. Oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah, he's fucking he just, a pimple. He's done. He's got a planet now. He's just hanging out, ruling a kingdom. Yeah, he's fucking uh, zits or whatever. Yeah, right, right. No, I like that. I like this idea.
0: So. But they, Boss Ness is like, you gotta get out of here. We're gonna kill Jar Jar. He's gonna be punished.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: and they're uh, like, I believe it's he's to be punished. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and so. Uh, which, for those of you unfamiliar with this movie, uh, his catchphrase is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is very jowly. There is uh, CGI spit flying every which way. And
3: really, this whole. He's
0: like... Fish Nixon. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the first 30 minutes of this movie demonstrates that while the universal translator in Star Trek is a total cop out boy does it avoid a lot of awkward complications (laughs) oh shit
2: so that's true Uh, fucking Watto seems pretty okay when he's being subtitled
1: right he's totally fine
0: Okay, so they they leave the Gungan City in their bongo, there's a little scene where there's
1: <laughs> That's what
0: it's called, Patrick. Matthew McConaughey plays them out to space. <laughs> Uh, it's underwater, you idiot. He plays them into the Marianas Trench. <laughs> all right, all right. So the, the, they drive their little bongo. They get attacked by a fish. A bigger fish eats that fish, and then they go and their power goes out because that fish bit them. And then another big fish is looking at them. And, I mean, it was and a big then another gag bigger the first fish time. eats that fish. Let's do it again. Why There's not? four like different there, sizes. There is of the fish. Uh,
2: well, it's Chekhov's fish. <laughs> right. Why have one fish when you can have I don't know seven fish? I guess I just love that the like
0: basically near as I can tell the smallest fish is the size of a house (laughs) (laughs) right right. but the largest fish is Godzilla yeah Yeah.
2: and I will say I really love that last design it is almost something that like Guillermo del Toro would have dreamed up because he's got yeah he's got got, like very
0: like Lovecraftian
2: especially like the last one which is like a slick eel with like the face of Godzilla and two like articulated human (laughs) arms yeah Mm -hmm.
0: He, he, you know what, remind me of He kind of reminds me of, um, Diver word Trogdor. Yeah, I was about to say he's Sea he yeah. Trogdor. He is the Trogdor of the Sea. I was totally
3: having that thought too, man. Just one really muscly arm.
2: And what I love is in this it in looks this so movie, good there, man. It looks so good <laughs> you can see hints of like an Concentric V's?
1: Consummate V's. Consummate V's.
3: Consummate V's.
1: Hey You're guys, killing
0: I- your thesis defense. The system is down. The system
1: is down. <laughs> the system is down.
0: Okay. I, so hey, guys, I was going to say, say any do home star runner
1: bits the rest
2: Any of the time? any more of that and where you have to pay uh, yeah, no, Mr. Runner, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Keeper of the Homestar lore. Yeah. Steve Holmstar. <laughs> uh, but what I really do enjoy about this kind of underwater sequence is you get shades of early Peter Jackson, where it is just gleefully unnecessarily gory and weird. <laughs> right. Because yeah. that last fish definitely goes out of his way to bite off the head of that first yeah. fish. Right. He, he
0: bites does. the head of the fish and then like rips it out. Yeah.
3: Gollum will do this later. Yes. <laughs>
0: So they escape, they make their way to Nabu. and they meet up with the Queen. Now they're
2: already on Nabu. they
0: make their way to the capital city of Thieves. I said they make. They meet up with the Naboo,
2: as in the people.
3: I was drinking when you
2: said that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he
3: missed your article.
2: <laughs> we so, all miss your article. Actually, this <laughs> is an intervention, Mark. <laughs> Tell
0: ya! We need you to bring back your article. Yeah. Oh, alright, uh, let me call the Associated Press <laughs> and see if I can get my byline back. <laughs> Hey everybody! Welcome to Mark's Corner. (laughs) (laughs) Ever notice in LA today? What's the deal? What's the deal with airplane food? They should just call it "shut up." (laughs) End article. Uh,
1: Baby.
2: Sorry, for those of you who are not watching this, which I'm guessing is most of our listening audience, Mark's eyes went dead and rage-filled at the end of
3: that sentence. Yeah, they turned into like a a shark's eyes. Black eyes like a doll's eyes. I appreciate that you took the time to make an empty promise that someone could watch this. Well, I'm not ruling it
1: out. I mean,
3: There is a webcam on this
2: uh, fucking computer. I don't think
0: there's enough memory to run the recording and the camera at the same time. Take that, Russia outsmarted you again. Okay, so the Jedi's Jedi's meet up with the Naboo and their queen, the recently elected queen. Which, just real quick, what the fuck
2: kind of political system is running Naboo? They have an elected queen with term limits, and it's okay that she's 14. Well... (laughs) How does any of your politics work? Well, here's the problem.
3: Actually, that was the government of the Republic of Poland for a little while. (laughs) And they do put the feathers on their horses like they're hussars in the final
2: battle. So, maybe? There is a fine line between, uh, like, science fiction taking, uh, like, inspiration from the real world and cultural appropriation. Yeah, right. And I will leave it up to each and every one of you to decide where that line is.
3: And George Lucas made a character that says and uh, <laughs> openly mocks Polish history. One wonders where he was going with that.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So they are basically like, we gotta get you out of here. And they're like, okay. And then the droids show up and there's another little lightsaber fight and it's really cool because they're moving fast and they finally escape and they're on the way out but the ship is damaged. And they need to find a way to, uh, place to hide and the only place they can find that's not under... Federation control, or part of the Senate, or a part of the Republic, or
3: not a totally bitchin' asteroid belt, because that's for a later movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is the planet of Tatooine ever heard of it? <laughs> I think what I've I, been there.
2: What I actually love is we're we're glossing over the introduction of R two D two.
0: Right, uh, who so it? during yeah. this, there's a brief little space fight, and one of the pilots, uh, one of the, on their plane, like, one of the droids come out, and they, all the droids come out to try and fix it, and they all just start getting picked off. And yeah, going, I was gonna say, so, so, like, basically,
2: oh. it's, they're trying to repair the, uh, the hyperdrive, which is leaking, so they can't make the jump to light speed. It's leaping hyper. Yep. And uh, R2D2 has to watch in horror as he has lived on this peaceful planet his entire existence to see all of his friends one by one die in the line of duty while yeah. he is powerless to save them. As they scream into space! Thus, setting him on his character course of nah, no more. <laughs> Which is why he is such a seasoned badass through the rest of this series. Pay attention, he is on point, and he is not letting a single person die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, they get to Tatooine on the middle of the desert. Tatooine, you will remember, from Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, where Luke Skywalker is from. What? What? And so here they are. They wander into town and the queen sends uh, Qui-Gon and Jar Jar with one of her handmaidens, played by Natalie Portman. Whom you will recognize as also playing Queen
2: Amidala. Yes! Yeah!
0: When the queen's not being played by Keira Knightley. It is really weird.
2: So, George Lucas obviously meant for, after the prequels were finished, for the audience to watch them in order of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. But, like, as they're coming out and he's trying to play up these mysteries... None of these are mysteries. Yeah, not <laughs> mysteries Including at all. Including the only mystery in this of like, well, why are they calling her handmaiden? Oh, I get it. It's the queen in disguise. I know that because Natalie Portman plays Queen Amadala. <laughs> yeah, no. You're literally not fooling anyone for a second, George. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So they go into town. And uh, they go to the only uh, ship parts dealer in they town. They go to Moss Espa, not to be confused with Moss Eisley. Right, Moss Espa. Oh is... shit,
3: I did get those confused. Right, yeah. and, uh, Mos don't, I... don't
0: do it, dude. Yeah. Moss Mos Eisley, Moss Eisley is the hive of a uh, wretched hive of scum, of scum and villainy. And villainy. Moss Espa is a eh hive of goo and. Uh, and then I guess mench... fucking fucking anchorhead
2: <laughs> is where the Best Buy is. So you can get your power converters. <laughs>
0: That's the one town that has a Walmart, a big yeah, it's, box it's store. The, the Sears is. Yeah. The Sears Battery Center.
2: It's a full day drive, but the savings are worth it.
1: It is.
0: It is. So they get to Maz and they go to uh, the shop belonging to. Jewish caricature Watto. Watto. Who's just a flying bargain machine. Yeah, he's got
2: all the Jewish stereotypes of uh, big nose, love of money, uh, belly full of helium, and insect (laughs) wings. (laughs) Insect
3: wings, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense, actually. He, um, and he is also... And he carries (laughs) a walking cane, despite, as we previously mentioned, the fact that he flies everywhere he goes.
2: He's
0: got his flying cane. Oh my
3: god,
2: just wait till we get episode two, where he gets his jaunty hat. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so he is also a slave owner And the slaves he owns Are Anakin Skywalker Who's oh, that? The man The little boy Who will grow up to be Darth Vader Whoa Once again Spoilers there, no, There's no missile We already knew that I will say it is It is relatively I've known since
2: 1970 uh, You know it is relatively clever To introduce uh, What has gone on To be the face of evil In the Star Wars universe As like just a fucking kid, kid. it's
0: little boy Yeah
2: Just a dude Says yippee has a best friend who's a kid named Kidster. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking nailing it, George.
0: Oh, they doing what they can. Maybe do a second draft. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> nah, he rolls by the uh, by the Elron L- Hubbard School of Writing, which is uh, first- put yourself on a boat with as many drugs as you can buy. <laughs> oh uh, no, it's it's first draft, laugh draft, last draft. Get it out the door. Put yourself on a boat with as many drugs and underage women as possible. <laughs> ah, now. come at me, Scientology,
3: dude. They're really litigious. Yes, yeah, please, don't. <laughs> yeah, please, God. Mark,
0: Mark, <laughs> express what? the views only of Mark. <laughs> oh, whatever. Declare me an SP. See if I care. <laughs> oh, Again, shit. Mark is expressing only Mark's views. Uh, we have the utmost
2: respect for Sea Org and all of your child yeah. labor organizations. <laughs> right.
1: Right. We
0: love all those times you put those human slaves in that basement of a hospital. And, and all of your many immaculately uh, maintained lawns. You know what? That journalist
2: deserved to have his cat poisoned. <laughs> he was sticking his nose where it didn't belong. I get it.
0: Right?
3: I get
2: it.
0: Right. I, I, I
3: believe
2: it.
0: And those army files
3: deserve to be stolen. <laughs>
0: Operation Snow White, you know what? The
2: government had it coming. Jesus Christ, that is the most racist thing you could name your operation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was called. Let's none of us try to top
0: yeah, that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> operation yeah, right. Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> operation <right>. Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, operation... <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark looked Dumbo at- Dumbo Drop,
2: can we go Dumbo Drop is a time for Dumbo sorry, Drop? Sorry, it's just Mark uh, paused there for a second to look at the time to make sure that we could fit in that killer gag. You know,
0: the one that he didn't have anything ready for? The answer was no. Moving on! <laughs> Uh, so, so the Jedi uh, they land and they basically meet Anakin and his mother, Shmi, <laughs> Shmi, Shmi. Skywalker, Shmi Skywalker, Shmi. Uh, lover and first mate of Hook.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, right?
0: <laughs> and basically, over the period of like way too fucking long. We realize that he's probably force sensitive. He's the only human who can pilot a pod, which they race, and he's a slave. I think they're called pod racers? Yep, a pod. I no. don't know, I'll have to look it up in my Star Wars
2: visual dictionary. Yeah, no, 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 look,
1: look,
0: it's a pod race. They race <laughs> pods.
2: That's yeah. true. They also
0: gamble with chance cubes. <laughs> That's they right. Do. And basically what it comes down to is nobody will take Qui-Gon Jinn's Republic credits. His money's no good there. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's got to earn some whatever the local currency is. Uh, Was it like Wapui or something? It is. It's something uh, whoopi. like... Wupai. Yeah.
2: Whoopi because
3: Pies? Nope. You uh, inserted too many syllables yeah. into that. But do we have any
0: whoopie Pies? That would also? be really good, though, though, right? Ugly.
3: Also, can we have an economy based on
0: whoopie Pies? Ooh, yeah. That would be extraordinary. Uh, how many jaffy Cakes to a whoopie Pie? <laughs> well, hold on, because it's two Twinkies to a Jaffe Cake. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's five Tim Tams to a Twinkie. We're
2: going to have Wait, to get oh, out another no. Butter Bar and oh, no. even this out. I need to get out my abacus to find out if I can make change with all of my Timbits. bits. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Okay, so basically what happens is Anakin in the cunning plan of Qui-Gon
2: Jinn. Well, I love Qui-Gon's cunning plan, which is like, hey, we don't have any credits. We need these parts to repair the ship. Uh, My plan is to see if an opportunity presents itself, (laughs) which
3: to me sounds like I'm not going to do much. And then this, like, nine-year-old kid is like, hey, I'm totally willing to risk death for no reason, and the Jedi Enforcer of Peace and Justice everywhere is like, yeah. Yeah, I I'll cheat
2: at gambling to make sure that you can put your life in danger. Yeah. This is and gonna love, be great. And yeah. I love that
0: everybody, everybody is just like like the handmaiden Padman's like, you shouldn't do that. The mom's like, it's really scary. And he's like, No, we're fucking doing this. Yeah. The thing that endangers the child, you better believe we're doing this. Yeah. And they do. Uh, and so they enter the Bunta Eve race. And uh, Anakin uh, At this point I we're going to nice. stop
3: the podcast And just play you the Weird Al song <laughs> you guys can come back in a couple of minutes. You'll be completely caught out. Uh, the song is, of course, uh, the saga begins.
0: Oh, is, it's not whoa. all about
3: the Pentiums. No,
2: it's, all, it's not. That run? is not <laughs> going to explain the plot of Episode One of The Phantom Menace. <laughs>
0: oh, that is going to tell you all about the Pentiums. Is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it Albuquerque? Is it Trigger Happy? Is it Can't Watch This? Is it Airline Amy?
2: <laughs> is it Polka Dance Party? <laughs>
0: Is it alternative polka?
2: (laughs) Is it eat it? Is it smells like nirvana? Is
0: it fat? So basically what we're saying
2: is uh, instead of listening to this podcast, you can go to literally any Wikipedia article, read it in a dumb guy voice, and congratulations, you too can make your own body counts
0: and beers. Whoa. Wow. We read way worse sources than Wikipedia. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so the Bunta Eve race begins. And I gotta say, this is a... Great sequence in the movie. I enjoy the
2: hell out of it because
0: it's like half. It's like half Days of Thunder, half Ben Hur, well, half what it speed is. Racer.
2: Yeah, it is. It is the ending of Ben Hur with space aliens and like machines instead of horses in the middle of a movie. It is yeah, the most right. like, like quixotic, bizarre. Everybody should have said no to this idea, but it just. I I don't know. I really like when it goes off Patrick, the rails. In are we this both way. thinking the same thing? Are we talking about?
0: His pronunciation of Quixotic? Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, great. Yeah, uh, Quix the Quick Rabbit. I'm yeah. uh, known for his blind <laughs> passions. <pageants. laughs> he did a lot of things <laughs> just for him that society didn't see the value of. You know, you know what? what? That oval team could be giants. You don't know.
0: I was gonna call you on it, but I like your I like your explanation better. We're moving on! Yeah, you
2: gotta know I am a nuclear submarine of talking my way out of my
0: own dumb (laughs) bullshit. I will never run out. I refuse to believe there are any corners I can't talk myself out of. Take that,
2: intersecting lines. You may have realized or you may have noticed that I like the Star Wars prequels. (laughs) This should tell you everything you need to know about my ability to convince myself of
3: things. um, Our forthcoming Scientology lawsuits will really put that
1: to the test.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so the Boot to Eve race goes on. I what I love one of the things I love about this race is everybody in the audience will cheer at fucking Anything. Anything. A dude. A dude's, like, pot blows up. Everyone's like, yeah! Someone takes the lead. Woo! Yeah! Somebody retakes the lead. Yeah! Except for that one weird alien who <laughs> <There's> sticks. <one laughs>
2: Everyone else is cheering. He stands up, sticks his arm out, and does double thumbs down.
1: Man. And he's got,
0: like, giant, like, cantaloupe-sized hands. hands. Yeah. With, like thumbs that are the size of like eggplants. <laughs> like big eggplant thumbs like <laughs> pouring down. He's just vehemently angry that yeah. Anakin is
2: winning this well, race. Well you see he yeah. put all of his money on fucking Ben Quadranero so he didn't <laughs> even get past the starting line. Oh nah, man he came. Before his couplers broke and all four of his engines
3: exploded. <laughs> That guy came to the arena for the gladiatorial combat. No, 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 no. The gladiatorial combat is an episode 2 We'll
2: get there. We'll <laughs> yeah, get that's there. That's right. That's
0: right. That's the big Ray Harryhausen tribute. Um, one of the things. <laughs> Harryhausen? Harry Harryhausen? Ray Harryhausen? The stop motion. Uh maybe. Jason and the Argonauts. Uh, uh,
2: the original. I said that as if that explains who he is. He yeah, is not no. Jason, nor <laughs> is he the Argonauts. I assumed he was the Argonauts, though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, remember in uh, Army of Darkness, yeah. that Army of Skeletons? Yeah. That was a tribute to Ray Harryhausen's Army of Skeletons from Jason and the Argonauts. Oh. <laughs>
0: Okay So meanwhile While this whole race This is
3: probably Our most educational episode Yeah I'm learning all kinds of stuff I had no idea That crappy Argonauts movie Went on to influence So many people Oh I I bet Neither of you knew That five
0: Tim Tams Made up a (laughs) Twinkie
3: No sir I must say I'm well versed In the Imperial Snack measurement system
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: Once we throw off the shackles of the oppressor, we'll be on the metric like the rest of the world. It's just
3: all ding-dongs. It's all base 10 (laughs) ding-dongs.
2: Which is also the name of a porno, I guess.
3: Base 10 ding-dongs?
2: It's for the, uh, like, math (coughs) crowd. The soundtrack is just
0: talking heads and rush. (laughs) This is not my cable repair, man.
2: (laughs) Well, this is not my beautiful wife. We're doing cuckold.
1: (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) whoa. Base 10!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! That's one thing I never expected us to discuss on this podcast. I
1: was gonna was say cuck fetishes
2: I knew that this po- that this particular episode would break us. Oh. I was not expecting it would do it like this.
0: John, what did you what did you text your fiance before you? Yeah, no, I,
2: I told my fiance uh, as I was on my way to the recording, we're doing episode one. Uh, if I don't make it back home, Patrick and Mark were the last two people to see me alive.
3: Tell the police to start there. And this is Body Counts and Beer, the John Witch Parable. <laughs> it turns out there's only one body count. <laughs> well, only one that matters. This podcast is found. I
2: should mention that we, uh, we have sealed all the exits and there is one broken pool cue in the middle of this
0: room. <laughs> we're having fucking tryouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wants to see this pencil disappear? All right, so Anakin eventually wins the Boonta Eve race. He wins yeah. the Boonta
2: Eve race, and uh, as much as I really love this scene, and I do love it for its uh, its wreckage is more of like NASCAR where it's debris and it's really fascinating to watch. But they fucking ruin it with the worst goddamn character of right. Greg Proops. <laughs> Doing his, like, best whose line is it anyway character voice. Well, I don't
0: care what universe you're from.
2: That's gotta hurt. Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's Like, rude, I though. cannot. There yeah, is no pretzel logic to get my way out of it. But if <laughs> you're Greg Proops and somebody hires you, you oh, it's have not to his assume. Yeah, right. it is not Greg Proopst's fault. That man is a national treasure. Uh, <laughs> and it is, like... It right. Fucking putting this dumb like ESPN
0: sportscaster character in your movies <laughs> just
2: real and bad. And not only that,
0: but it's like you have the like alright here's the bit of race and then his sidekick is like duh, duh,
2: beep, boop, boop boop Oh yeah this character has two heads that don't speak the same language. <laughs> yeah. Which makes sense. That it's not cool. like they were literally raised together from birth.
3: <laughs> mm,
2: mm. One uh, of the, they were United late in life, one of them studied abroad; the other one stayed behind to work in the factories.
0: They're the they're the uh, Chad and Alex Wagner from Double Impact. Yeah, right? if, if after the events of Double Impact, they asked to be attached to one yeah, another, they got
3: fused together.
0: Uh, so Anakin wins the Bunta Eve Pad Race, and as part of the stakes, uh, he is given his freedom to Qui Gon Jinn. Uh, and then they sell the pod racer, make some money, give it to the Ma, and they're like, ah, your son's free, we're gonna get out of here, and he's like, what about Ma? It's like, too bad. Oh
2: my god, and Shmi has the best look of like, she hears that Anakin is free, she kind of looks down for a second and then looks up with like, expected eyes of like, <laughs> well like also me too, cause I'm, you know, his mom. Yes, I'm his mom. That gave birth to him. But she's like kind of too polite to just straight up ask
0: for <laughs> something she wants. Yeah. So she's got to like talk around it for a little bit. And basically it comes out that, uh, Qui Gon couldn't get her free and they can't just take her because they're all got like microchips in them. Yeah, they explode. got suicide
2: squads in their necks. Yeah,
0: so if they leave the planet, they'll blow up. Uh, so they got to leave her behind. And then he's like, bye, Mom. And he takes it really well. nobody cries nobody Uh, cares
2: well no he does he gets very emotional and falls to pieces your sarcasm did not penetrate my heart of pure innocence no I'm sorry he
0: doesn't he's like will I see you again and she's like oh maybe what does your heart tell you and he's like yeah I think I'll see you again and she's (laughs) like there you go and he's like all right Bye, and he just gets well, they fucking leave
2: yeah. to be fair it's like the Harry Potter thing where like if a magic spaceman who just proved that he could commune with the forces of nature was like hey dude you wanna like come play with a laser sword for a while not a euphemism I would be like, <laughs> 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 I was in trouble
0: forward! words <laughs> that's it <laughs> hey,
1: hey kid, you wanna come I,
0: play with a laser sword hey, I got yeah. candy back here <laughs> you wanna get in my window spaceship What are the midichlorians telling you? (laughs) The Millennium Falcon
3: has tinted
0: windows. (laughs) So they they, uh, take off, and they're on their way back to the ship. They've got the part they need. They're going to leave this planet. And just before they're about to escape... Who should show up on his sweet hover motorcycle but Darth Maul? Hands
2: down, one of the coolest fucking Star Wars characters. I think we can all agree on. Oh that. yeah, oh He's yeah. He's incredibly menacingly designed, and he Just has a really interesting kind of like fighting style. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, bitchy, there's something, yeah. There's something very like brutal and primal about the way. Well, he, his
0: fighting style is more based off of like, uh, like kenpo and like samurai, like very like, and I really hefty like, attacks yeah. versus very, for, yeah. It's more power, whereas yeah. the Jedi are more, like, of uh, Like, the blade, the blade
2: is a part of them. Right. It's, like, an extension of them. And I really do like how the prequels kind of escalate uh, and show you all of the things that a Sith could be. So, like, Darth Maul is very much the... He's the, the true enforcer. He's, yeah, he's the true believer. He is the acolyte. He 100% is on board for the Sith cause. Uh, later we get to Count Dooku, who is the fallen Jedi, who is more political, he is more manipulative. And then, of course, in Episode 3 we get Anakin, who is the... Like corrupted youth Kind of version So
3: I I do really appreciate How that Thematically Yeah And then Anakin Starts that punk band (laughs) He starts nailing All those chicks On the free In New York In the 70s Corrupted youth Is the worst (laughs) Starts listening To my chemical romance I won't turn it down Mom and dad You don't understand It's the worst Watching TV On Spike Network
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shut up and give me more Mountain Dew, idiots! <laughs> <laughs> so they escape the planet after a little fight between Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. A sweet little fight. Uh, and they're like, oh no, there's a Sith! So they get back to Coruscant. Coruscant is like the center of the Republic. Uh, it's a giant planet that is all just one city uh, made of gray stone buildings. And they get back and they're like, hey! Jedi Council! Jedi Council! There's a Sith. And they're like, nah. Yeah, I love the <laughs> Jedi Council's like,
2: well, I mean, probably not. Because there hasn't been for like a while,
0: I guess.
3: Yeah, come on.
2: Sith are only the one thing that can destroy the Jedi Order. But like, whatever. You probably fought, I don't know, a Knight of Ren, I guess. Yeah. Hey, by the way, can, can I train this 10-year-old boy I stole? Absolutely not. Qui-Gon, who <laughs> gave you permission to leave? You were supposed to stay here and
0: clean up the chalkboards, <laughs> like we discussed. I love this scene because, like, he goes to the, the council and he's like, this boy is the chosen one. He's got more chlorians than Master Yoda. And he can, you know, he's going to be the, the one who brings balance to the force. And they're like, nah, too old. Get out. Well, and I love
2: kind of, like, what Qui-Gon's reaction is just like, well, I'm going to take him on as an apprentice. And the council says, well, no, Obi-Wan's your apprentice. And he's like, pfft nah <laughs> Obi-Wan's so, fine he yeah. passed a test. which like I get like this is probably why Anakin had such shit training from Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan is super resentful of the fact that at the end of his master's life he cared more about this dumb 10 year old than <laughs> yeah. you know the apprentice he's had for 10 yeah, years but if that
3: were to hold up then wouldn't Obi-Wan have actually just fucking killed his ass instead of leaving like two thirds of him laying next to a volcano <laughs> I mean, at some point, doesn't old Ben care?
0: <laughs> ben grows to care. <laughs> ben doesn't care until he's 70. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at this point, now there's a bunch of... Uh, this is the middle part of the movie where, thankfully, there's less Jar Jar. But, unfortunately... A lot of blah, blah, just all- So now, and again, oh. like
2: to, to bring it back to the uh, the more recent Star Trek, we had another discussion during this part of uh, who did it worse. Did Star Wars do worse politics or did Star Trek do worse action?
0: Oh man, Star Wars does worse politics.
3: (laughs) Because the original Star Trek 2 is actually awesome as far as the action. No,
2: I'm talking straight up J.J. Abrams reboot Kelvin uh, timeline.
1: No man, because
0: even the action in those movies is fun. Yeah. But the politics in this movie are just like, the Trade Federation are blocking our planet. Nuh-uh. Well, I guess they said no, so too bad. You really do just get a little interlude of
3: C span and costumes. Oh God, it's interminable, right. and I will and say, and they're like on flying uh, air hockey pucks or something. Right? While they have their debate. But and the aesthetic
2: think- design is pretty cool, like the actual building and the insides of it. Like, come on, the fucking floating platforms. Yeah, are rad. that's
0: cool. But like, like you can have all the floating platforms you want, <laughs> but when they fly up and they're just like. This is our queen. Yeah. She yeah. speaks for he us. He imaginably
3: breaks out his Ross
0: Perot charts. <laughs> yeah, it's so, and okay. refuses to have any of the charisma
2: of Ross Perot. So to <laughs> To be fair, I mean, the whole point of this Senate sequence is to set up the fact that is the Senate doesn't a, work.
0: Is to give me a candy break. To give you <laughs> a yeah, candy
2: right. break. Yep. I need Jujubees and to pee. And here's this thing. So this episode one, more so than any other Star Wars movie, was squarely aimed at, uh, like, ten-year-old children. Who
3: love C-SPAN. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. I fucking love it.
3: <laughs> You fucking ask him anything about SCOTUS goings on. Oh, they man. are you had, when on. When I was ten, I wanted nothing in the world like to put on my grandpa's suspenders and <laughs> pretend to be Larry King.
0: But like, my point is, I do. When think- I was a kid, I had a Senator Paul Songus action figure. <laughs>
1: wow,
2: <laughs> I do now actually you, with think- the kung fu grip. You know it. <laughs> I do actually think that the Senate scenes are are actually in there. They're timed perfectly for bathroom breaks. <laughs> I mean, it's truly, where you yeah, take your kid to the lobby so that they can be oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and stare of the posters the of the
2: other movie, um. But that's so we've got like these Senate breaks that ha- these very like the Senate oh, breaks. Yeah.
3: This is what we should refer to. They're the Senate week.
2: breaks. Yeah, because uh, you're right. They are very boring. I <laughs> I understand what the they Senate serve. Br-
0: isn't the Senate breaks like the like the rival political satire song group to the Capitol Steps. I uh, know the,
2: the Senate Break was actually uh, they all sing dark, dark songs. It was it was when MC Hammer was on NPR for that brief step. Oh man! What Stop a- Senate time. Oh,
1: oh, oh, yo. Song you sing. <laughs>
2: Can't pass this. (laughs) But, like, I really do believe that that's why the Senate scenes are kind of in... Like, there's a lot of action sequences followed by really kind of, like, dull talking sequences. And I do genuinely believe that that's where you take your kid out to, like, get him some more (laughs) Bees. That's also... That is also why... That is also why this movie frequently recaps itself.
0: (laughs) That's absolutely true. The characters
2: are constantly explaining what they've done and what the stakes are and what their plan is moving forward. And again, it's because fucking kids are stupid. And they have
0: short attention spans. It's true. And basically what happens is uh, Senator Palpatine of Naboo is like, oh, Queen Amidala, they're not gonna help us and you have to call for a Voter, no confidence. She's like, I'm not going to do that, Chancellor Valorum's our biggest supporter. Then they get into the Senate chambers, and he's like, I don't care. She's like, oh, yeah, voter, no confidence. And then Palpatine gets uh, nominated to replace Chancellor Valorum, uh Chancellor Vlem blah blah.
1: <clears throat> Yeah, uh, Chancellor uh, no, Chancel- curtains out No, of. no, no.
2: no. <laughs> Chancellor Vlemvlublah is part of the Extended oh. Universe Legends. <laughs> uh, he was the one who corrected the fatal thermal exhaust flaw in the second Death Star.
3: Yeah, which is uh not
0: to be confused with Chancellor Belower who made all of J Lo's <laughs> pants. <laughs> so at this point now, the Jedi Order is like, you can't teach this boy because Senator Amidala is going back to Naboo. You know Naboo. That place you just fucking left, we're all going back. Yeah, yeah. so, well, we skip the part They they
2: do give Anakin a test, which is to, I don't know, guess what's on the other side of Mace Windu's no, magic mirror. No, they give
0: him the test that Peter Venkman is administrating at the beginning. <laughs> <Yes. meeting laughs> yeah, of yeah Ghost that's
3: absolutely true. <laughs>
0: exactly. That is a yeah. real
2: test
3: for, uh, for telepathy, actually.
0: And he's People actually getting them right. He's like, cup, spaceship, speeder, cup.
2: That's true. Yeah. And Yoda lays out that, you know, fear, I sense much fear in you fear is the path of the dark side and
0: he's just like I just missed my mom dummy
2: shut up but like here's the thing and I, I will say this it's interesting to see that all of the mistakes that the Jedi Council make are actually fueled by fear so fear is absolutely the undoing of the Jedi uh, we get to it later in episode two.
1: Uh,
2: that basically they're afraid to tell the Senate that they that their power to use the force is diminished, so they become very secretive and paranoid and cloistered off, which is wait, what wait, causes wait wait
0: wait, 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 wait. Are the Jedi the Green Lantern Corps? The Jedi are basically the Green Lantern wow, Corps. Yep. Okay, that explains
2: a lot now. It really does. Like, again, the prequels are all about how the Jedi fail. They're at the height of their power, which makes them at the height of their arrogance, basically. So they're just, they're... They're too afraid of losing the power hey, that they've got.
3: Say what you want. They turned out a better movie than Green Lantern.
0: That's very true. That's also true, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> there are no giant yellow fart monsters in this film. Jesus Christ, that no. fucking movie. <laughs> well, for, as,
3: for as
2: boring as sections of episode one are, and there are inarguably long stretches of very little happening for a very long time, uh, Green Lantern, I... Good God.
0: Is that even a movie? <laughs>
2: My I mean, God, what have I done? I mean,
0: here's the question. <clears throat> Did we watch Green Lantern? We- Did it happen? <laughs> <laughs> or was it just a hallucination? Everybody's had.
2: <laughs> it is basically a vision that the Shoggoth gave us <laughs> <laughs> during the witching hour. It's our most banal nightmare. <laughs>
0: So they go back to Naboo. They go back to Naboo, and Jar Jar goes, and he grabs the Gungans, and they go meet the Gungans, and they're like, bust ass, now crazy drunk. (laughs) He's even got, like, the Homer
2: Simpson uh, finger waggles. He's got, like, the hungry, like, donut (laughs) waggles. Like, he's just like, "Woo!" And he is just delighted by everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and basically what it comes down to is the reason why the Gungans didn't like the Naboo was, like, they were like... Wait, so hold on. You don't think you're better than us? And they're like, no, we're all people. He's like, all right.
2: Well, that, and they were delighted by that magician switcheroo they (laughs) pulled. Yeah. That great secret is finally revealed that yes, the handmaiden is actually the queen and the queen is a decoy. Yeah. Ooh. Again, how the fuck is your system run? This makes no... It would be like finding out if like George W. Bush had a twin brother. He <laughs> was actually the Bush we came to
0: know. One
3: of the fake Saddam's was the real Saddam.
0: <laughs> I just love... So they like, get to Boss Nass and like... Queen Amidala walks up and she's like, I want you to help us fight. And he's like. <laughs> and then Handmaiden comes up and she's like, no, I'm actually the queen. And he's like, oh, cool. All right. I accept that yeah. 100% he, with no follow up questions. He claps like a child at a birthday party. He claps like a seal being tossed a ball. Yeah.
3: yeah. I would like to add, though, that all of the emotion felt in this scene is only by the CGI character. And by <laughs> none of the human actors.
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh, so Boss Nass who looks like one of the frog people from Rocco's Modern Life <laughs> yeah um, just like yeah we'll Big fight head. with you yeah he's like we'll fight with you and then uh, they. this is where and it, like, it
2: becomes very clear later on in this movie that Boss Nass is basically like what if Rasputin actually gained the power during
0: the <laughs> Russian Empire
2: because he is just drunk and making all kinds of promotions
0: he gives Jar Jar Binks a character who, who up until this point the most he's been able to do is just fall on his face, get his hand stuck in a pod racer engine. Get and is the thing that, like, get turns, beaten up by right. a tiny monster?
2: He is like the slapstick idiot character. Yeah. Uh, I do kind of like the scene where he gets his hand stuck in the pod racer because it's just fun to see him, like, get hurt. Because,
1: <laughs> like, well, like when he gets
0: <laughs> kicked by Sebulba. Yeah, like, like, yeah! When, like when
2: Sebulba's basically bullying him for lunch money on Tatooine, it's actually like, oh, I get it. I get high school now. <laughs> Watching this from the outside, this is great. <laughs> so, so the Gungans, the Gungans basically... But yeah, like Jar Jar's basically, the, the way he regains the trust of Boss Nass after the uh, presumable small genocide he had of the slave
3: labor yeah. was...
2: You were standing next to the magician when he did his trick. You must be a magician, yeah. too! Hey,
3: that has worked for years for Teller. <laughs> and now I
2: make you bomb bad general. That's right, bomb bad general. Bomb bad, a word so far we know to mean bad. <laughs> but also... But
0: also, <laughs> but also a military rank? Yeah, it, well, it's it means bad. I also pretty sure it means, like, bomb, like explosion. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure... I know it, those are boomers. No, 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 but, like... Like, at one point, he sees them, and he goes, oh, Bombad, like, that, that that word means, like, everything. <laughs> it is Aloha, in which yes, it means hello,
2: it's, goodbye, it's energy aloha. bomb, <laughs> promotion to military position.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that makes sense.
2: <laughs> it's all about the inflection in the context, I guess. Yeah.
0: Bombad. <laughs> oh, no, you can't bomb. see that on air, oh. we're gonna have to bleep it out. <laughs> So, so the war begins. The droid armies uh, unfold out of their ships, and it's a pretty cool scene. Yeah, this is where the movie actually uh, becomes, becomes awesome. really good. Right, I, I thoroughly enjoy this action. Experience. So we get the gungans, and the gungans basically—they're like dino riders. They got giant dinosaurs that have shield generators on their back, and they create this giant energy shield around them. They got handheld personal shields. They're throwing these weird blue energy balls. The droids come out, and they unfold, and there's, they're far outnumbered. They far outnumber the Gungans. They got blaster rifles. They start
2: walking through the shield. It's going yes, crazy. Yeah, so that's the thing that I really like of, like, the Gungan technology is basically the shields are impervious to anything moving very fast, so blaster fire won't penetrate. Right. You. Bombardments won't, but if you just sort of slowly walk through, it's like walking through fucking gelatin, I yeah. guess. <laughs> like, I imagine it feels kind of fucking weird to do that. Yeah. I'll bet, like, one out of every ten person has kind of, like, a sexual tingle. Yeah. <laughs> They're like a little
0: into it. There's like weird yeah. fetish points for it. Except they're all droids. Right. Like, that was what I was just thinking, but they're all droids. So, like, one out of, end, every, one out of every 10 droids, like, walks through is like, oh. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah. That's just how they were programmed, man. He just steps through. Guys,
2: I'm
3: leaking oil.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. <coughs> Meanwhile, uh,. Amadala Padme Amadala, whatever her name is, they never make yeah, Padme, Amidala, you it. Yeah, Padme Amadala. Whatever So they leave a they lead sort of like a little mini insurrection on the main town. Feed. Yeah. And so they're running through and they're taking guys out and they get captured. Oh no Uh, While they're being captured, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan are fighting Darth Maul, and this is where like the big duel of fates thing. That Uh,
2: so Darth Maul pulls out his double, uh, his uh, like double-bladed lightsaber, which is real fucking sweet. It's like basically a lightsaber bow staff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, they have this really massive, awesome fight, and uh, it's really good. It's a great lightsaber
2: cool. fight, and it's very visceral and, and very brutal. I know a lot of people uh, complain that you know the action sequences are kind of airless, and I don't, I don't buy that. I, I really it, like a lot I of the action. I think this
0: movie, uh, the, this this particular fight, like the like the th- the duel of the fates, the titular right. duel. Yes, yeah, so that fight I think is a really well choreographed fight. I think some of the other, like, lesser fights in this movie and some of the prequels, the lesser ones, are definitely, like, kind of, like, over choreographed to look cool. I can see that, but, like, at
2: the end of the day, they fucking look cool to me, I guess. Yeah, I know, but some of the, like... The, I like, mean, it's no accounting for taste. Sure. Like You're not a bad person. You're not a garbage fire of a human I being. I mean, I am,
0: <laughs> but not be- not because of that. You're right. Not this reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, meanwhile, the droids are overrunning the Gungans and... Jar Jar Binks keeps meaning keeps somehow destroying droids by fucking up. And here's yeah. the
2: other thing is so uh, Jar Jar Binks again for the first time in his life is surrounded by just massacre and chaos and the body
0: parts getting well, blown Well I think up. we determined this isn't necessarily the first time. Well it's the first time. <laughs> sure. du- it's the first time he's not directly yeah. responsible. Exactly. He's, when, he may when be When he having... put down the Helot Rebellion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He may be having kind of, like, flashbacks of his previous traumas, but, like, there is a moment in this sequence where he screams, and it is the most existential dread I think I have seen from a Star Wars character. (laughs) He is clearly
3: losing his grip on reality. Uh And in the meantime of all this, R2 D2
0: put that stupid kid in a fighter and is gonna go finally fix this ignorant crap. (laughs) Right, so uh, meanwhile, R2 D2 and Anakin are in a Naboo starfighter and they're off to the droid control ship. I just wanna say, I like John's theory that R2 D2 is
3: actually the one cleaning up all the messes here. (laughs) I'm gonna watch this whole series thinking that R2 D2 is just secretly putting it all together. And that everything that he says is probably a well-written line. (laughs) Or, no, I think everything he says is like a
2: grizzled uh, Schwarzenegger's commander. (laughs) He's Tommy Lee Jones from Small Soldiers. Exactly, yeah.
0: (laughs) So... Uh, Anakin drives his little starfighter up to the droid control ship. He gets shot, and while R2-D2's trying to fix the ship, uh, he starts blowing shit up. He blows up the droid I mean, control ship. It's a pretty ship.
2: fucking cool space battle, too. There's a there's a great sense of speed and scale to yes, it that I really
0: yeah, like. That, yeah, it's a pretty cool little space battle up there. Uh, meanwhile, back to the Duel of Fates, uh, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and Darth Maul have been separated. Fucking thwarted by, ra- by random force fields. Yeah, random force Pink laser doors that open and shut...
2: On a timer, On a timer! And
0: sometimes that timer's like five minutes, and sometimes it's like 12 seconds? Yeah. No, you've run into
3: this in virtually every puzzle-based RPG you've ever played.
0: Sure. (laughs) It is
2: the Star Wars equivalent of the fucking Enterprise water tube that goes straight into a food processor that is only big enough for a person to go in. (laughs) exactly. Like, it is an environmental hazard that they put in to slow you down so you didn't beat it one night on a rental. Right. (laughs) So
0: Qui-Gon, while he's separated takes a moment to meditate and gather himself and call on the power of the force while Darth Maul just stalks back and forth and sneers. Oh, he's a fucking jock if I've ever seen one. He's getting mad, bro.
3: (laughs) I did the head slaps to
2: listeners.
0: He did. He did. (laughs) And Obi-Wan is just kind of like going, what? Huh? What? Doors? Sure. It's a high stakes situation of doors and people sitting. The doors open. Obi-Wan rushes forth. Qui-Gon and Darth Maul engage in battle, and it's really awesome, but Darth Maul gets the upper hand by feinting towards Obi-Wan with his thing, hitting him in the face, and then stabbing him in the gut, defeating him. And just before (laughs) Obi-Wan can get to Darth Maul, more laser door! Yeah. the same laser door. Right, I'm just saying more as in it closes again. (laughs) <laughs> or it was a studio note. Yeah. <laughs> More laser door. It yeah. really pops. All right, Georgie boy, here. Let me tell you
1: something. This movie's got everything.
0: It's got fish people. It's got giant underwater fish. It's got laser swords. It's got ships. Really, you're like a weird John Peters who was obsessed with fish. Here's Although, what I need. Here's we what I need. I need some fish doors. <laughs> No, that doesn't make any sense. Fish doors are a bad idea. No, you listen to me, Georgie. You're gonna give me all the fish doors you can give me. All right, so oh. I'll, I'll give I'll
2: give you the fish door if you give me uh like some some speed,
0: you know. <laughs> I
1: meant to. I'm, Whoa! I meant to. What are you say asking it. me, George?
0: <laughs> <Are> you asking <laughs> me for methamphetamine. <laughs> I can get you some methamphetamine. This took a strange turn,
2: friends. <laughs> I had to say, like, George Lucas really likes filming things at high
0: speeds, like fast cars. Welcome to Chicago, the home of improv. We're all so good at it. Yeah,
3: that's why the museum's
0: going to be here. It's not. Yeah. So. No kidding.
3: Uh, we're cutting out this entire podcast right? No. No. <laughs> now no. this one goes on.
0: So what uh, happens? Oh no, do so we Obi-Wan? The yet? So Obi-Wan and Darth Maul finally get each other. Uh Darth Maul kind of gets the upper hand, kicks him, knocks him off of this uh uh into a hole yeah. that happens to be in this room. Yeah. A pit? <laughs> Just a
2: pit. Well, that's what all the doors were protecting people from. <laughs> the
0: pit. The yeah. pit. <laughs> they, well, they didn't want
2: another baby Jessica situation. Right. right. Too many kids started wandering <laughs> and falling <laughs> in the pit. That's true. And then every time... So that's what it was, was every politician ran on a platform of keeping children safe. <laughs> I will add more laser doors. So that's how we have, like, fucking 15
0: laser doors, but no universal health care. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amadala. So Obi-Wan eventually uh, force pulls himself in the air, cuts Darth Maul in half, and his body tumbles down into the pit. Uh, Should we talk
2: about now the the canon explanation as to why he's in uh, episodes of Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels? later
0: on in episodes of Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, Darth Maul, it is revealed, is alive. And he's got weird spider legs. John, how did he survive? Why, he was saved...
2: By the fans.
0: That's right, the fans
2: in that pit. He grabbed onto one as he was falling. God damn
3: it. And then he got spider legs like Alistair (laughs) What's-His-Name from Spider-Man? Yep.
0: Uh, He got spider legs like John Peters' giant robot Spider. Or spider or like, legs or like, or like uh, spi- Kevin
3: Klein in Wild Wild West?
0: Yeah, or spider legs like the spider leg hologram projector in this movie. On oh, yeah. uh, the spider leg armchair <laughs> the that the fucking gun Newt Gunry is, is in. Oh, jeez. There's a lot of spiders Which in Which is movie.
2: weird because this is a world that has both wheels and hover technology. <laughs> yeah. But you go spider legs. All right, yeah. that's a choice, I guess. <laughs>
0: So Obi-Wan defeats Darth Maul. Hooray! Anakin blows up the droid control ship. All of the droids, the battle droids power down. The Gungans are victorious. Hooray! Uh and then they, they capture
2: the the members of the Trade Federation yep. and they force them to A sign leave the Moon planet. Treaty, yeah. yeah.
0: And we are caught now at the end of the movie where Senator Palpatine has been confirmed as the Chancellor. And now they give Boss Nass and the Gungans a giant glowing Tesla ball. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Anakin is
2: now uh, being trained by Obi-Wan, even though the council still has real mixed feelings about that. They
0: have yeah. reservations, but they de- they definitely do approve it. Yoda, the Yoda puppet in this movie. I refuse to call it Yoda. Yeah. The Yoda puppet that's in this movie. And, and here's the really thing. like
2: good. The CGI Yoda actually looks leagues better than this puppet. Which is
0: saying something. Yeah.
3: And also sad. Like, how did your Yoda puppet get so much shittier in like thirty years? I know. I think I think Mark kind of nailed it when
2: he said they they de-aged it too much. Uh. Right,
0: because like in Empire Strikes Back, when you first meet Yoda, he's like nine hundred years old or eight hundred years old. He's been training Jedi for seven hundred years or something like that. He's old, mm-hmm. right? So the forty years that yeah. he plays in between that, he wouldn't have aged that much. Yeah. Right. All you wanted to do was just like you know. Smoothed a little bit. You know? Yeah, I mean, he could. It could have been the same puppet. And nobody would have cared. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Uh, unfortunately, the puppet was damaged beyond uh, recognition. They weren't able to use the original puppet. Yeah. moving on. This
3: is why you shouldn't have sex with puppets.
0: No, 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 no. Let tapped. that sink.
3: Let that sink. Yeah,
0: I tried to. Let's I tried to it. stop. I'm sorry. That's why.
3: <laughs> it's what happened to it, right? You said damaged. I mean, I can only assume. What was oh, there a God. fire?
2: There, there's a peak behind the mind of one Patrick Bromley that nobody asks for.
0: I'm Patrick Bromley, and every time I have sex, I damage things. Well, he has a very Victorian. Especially view. my puppets. He has a very
2: Victorian romantic view of sex, where it is the little death. <laughs> so, I guess a blowy is just a little damage. <laughs>
0: Roll credits onto bullet points! <laughs> bullet points! And our first bullet point of the night is body count! That character wasn't even in this movie. Body counts. John, what's your body count? Now,
2: this raises a, a very deep and divisive philosophical point, which is uh, are droids people? Are Gungans? <laughs> oh shit. I mean, Gungans, I would say, are definitely sentient. All right. They definitely count as people. Yeah. But, like, I mean, but the droids have feelings and emotions. Right. They have anxiety. They scream. They seem to be programmed for anger and pain. Yeah. yeah. So are we going to count the droids in these bodies? I camps? think we should. Frankly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because we've got a lot of pit droids that die in the pod race. We've got, obviously, all the battle droids that die in the battle for Naboo. Yes, okay, so your body count. My body count is going to be... (sighs) There were a lot of droids there. I'm going to say
0: 10,000? Okay, Patrick, body count.
3: If Years of daytime television have taught me anything. I can't wait to see where this is going. (laughs) 10,001. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Whoa. Whoa.
2: Right. I was expecting Judge Judy, you went prices right. Oh,
1: yeah
0: <laughs> Always go Parker. So the confirmed body count that I found is sans droid. Which is 41. What? And I feel like even without counting droids, 41 is low. really low. I yeah, agree, yeah. A lot of Gungans buy at least 41. I feel like, like if Gungans you're not fighting.
3: counting droids or Gungans, you might get 41. Like if, you're, if
2: you're just yeah. counting like the Naboo special forces that die. Yeah. Or, yeah.
0: yeah, but I, yeah, I, I gotta agree with you guys. Like it's definitely in the neighborhood of, I'm gonna say, 10,000. Point 5 Ooh. I'm gonna split the difference Ooh. between you guys. From that one droid
2: that Anakin cut in half with his Naboo star yep, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. still walking around. It's still walking yeah. around
3: at the end of the Yeah, no, I, I buy
2: that.
0: Oh, those legs are in so much pain. You well, know, the, the I weird thing is it,
3: half of Darth Maul makes it through the end of the movie, too. Oh, too. that's true. That is true.
0: Man. Saved
3: by the fans. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jesus Moving on to our next bullet point. Uh, since war crimes wouldn't really be Completely applicable as this movie takes place in the distant past in a completely different galaxy. Uh, We're going to skip War Crimes and go with Best Weapon. What the fuck was that? That was, you know. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Stop stepping on your cat, Patrick. (laughs) It suffered enough.
0: And bumper. (laughs) Best Weapon. Trick, best weapon Darth Maul's double saber Darth Maul's
3: double saber it's two sabers it's put into one it's like,
1: it's, <laughs> like you know where I'm going right? I like this
3: the, is the Mo Sizzlack lightsaber
2: I just like that you had to explain it for all the dummies that couldn't pick up on the context
3: clues of a double saber yeah, and I don't mean that they're both on the same side going the same direction it's all extended out they're pommel to pommel people pommel to
0: pommel Shit is baller! Oh man, <laughs> it's the lightsaber equivalent of Donatello's bow staff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, best weapon. Man, I mean the the double bladed lightsaber is
2: absolutely difficult to beat. Uh, the lightsaber in general is just one of the greatest science fiction weapons course, absolutely. Yeah, ever. Absolutely Actually, I gotta give you that one. Uh, but you know what? I've got a real soft spot for uh, the the Naboo blasters, the like really sleek silver Buck Roger ones. Oh, the ones that yeah. are made out of barbecue That are made out lighters. of like barbecue lighters, <laughs> and they have, they've got those really long barrels. They just, they look so classic, like, 50s. They look so, like, sleek yeah. and bizarre. I like
0: the noise they make, that very metallic, like, boonk!
2: Yeah. Boonk! Those are great. So yeah, and I would I would go uh, specifically for the Queen's uh, chair guns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, when they the guns in her chair. Yeah, when they're in the the fucking room and they've got the the fucking nuke Gunrys cornered. They've got no blasters, <laughs> so they open up the chair. John, and sure only, enough, John, there's <laughs> only one nuke <Newt> gunray. <laughs> Just because they all look alike. <laughs> yeah, they've got all the nuke Gunry
0: oh, held prisoner. Oh, God. Uh, we finally found out where John stands are Gungans people yes are Nemodians people absolutely not (laughs) they fucking know what they did (laughs) Mark best weapon my best weapon in this movie is the force the force what? is a okay well uh-huh. you're gonna have
2: to go full Sith if that's the case because also, a Jedi knows that the force is not a weapon oh, it is used only in defense okay, I'm and sorry why are you not but,
0: taking the ball droids oh because here's the, those aren't weapons those are droids you <laughs> have determined that they are people <laughs> <laughs> they're living weapons I guess no 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 the, Qui-Gon Jinn uses the force like as a weapon all the time he uses it to influence a game of chance with a chance <laughs> cue yeah, yep. he, uh, he abuses the force Great deal, but yeah, the Sith. You, I mean, people are just like pushing. Uh, like, I love the force push. Like, this is the first time we get to see like force powers beyond, like, uh, like, like in the pre in the original trilogy, we get a little bit of lightning, we get more like force throw. Or, like, the, the
2: biggest, like, Force moment, especially for Luke, is in Empire where he can't reach his lightsaber. Right. And he, like, he pulls uses it the Force to pull it. And somehow uses the Force to blow up the Death Star in a way that's not immediately clear.
0: Right, yes. He, uh, it focuses him, calms him, I guess. Sure. He uses it as, like, a quaalude of some kind. Well, I, yeah. I always
2: imagine that he, like, uses the Force to, like, guide the torpedoes into the exhaust. Nah, port,
3: man, but he it's... goes into Matrix time. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, like, in this movie, we get to see, like, the Force push, Force jumps, Force speed. Like, the Force is, yeah. it's more like of an enhancement of a human being. It's bor—it's almost like the super soldier serum for Captain America. Yeah.
2: Sure. Or it's like they did a, a mage build in Skyrim. Yes! <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're now uh, on uh, uh, mm. uh, Best Kill. Oh, yeah. That's the one. God damn it, Patrick. <laughs> Let the bumper play. <laughs> john that's not the bumper silence
1: <laughs>
0: that's the new bumper right yeah, right best kill john best kill <laughs> oh now you're quiet now you're silent
1: after the bumper's
0: already played. okay all that's right, how we're gonna do this Fine. Right, let's let's get a no qu- no John stop we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you no 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 everyone's <laughs> gonna hear your shame on this your silent shame <laughs> I just I couldn't speak with because I could silence
1: <laughs> Mark
0: best weapon I'm skipping you guys going first Mark oh best dad's best. mad I, th- I think you're on best kill buddy shut
1: up you <laughs> shut up
0: Mark, best kill. Alright, best kill this movie. Uh, I am going to take the underground, uh, the underwater fish monster tearing the other underwater fish monster in half. It's unnecessarily brutal for a movie made for ten year olds. There's
2: a lot of amphibians getting their heads bitten off in this movie. That's how Jabba starts the race. Right, Uh, Sabalba does that
0: when Jabba bites the head off that thing and then spits its head at a bell. He's not even doing it to eat it. That's how he starts every race by tearing the head off another creature and spitting it at a gong. (laughs) But uh, that's not. You know what? That's my best kill. (laughs) That's my best kill. Job of the Hutt Gong Frog. (laughs) Gong Frog (laughs) gets it. Patrick, best kill. Uh, You know,
3: I'm actually going to go with the kill of Darth Maul. I like how he does the big super jump and makes me think he's going to Mario like right on his head, but then he doesn't. He falls down beside him and just lops off his half of his body. Which pleased me. Though I got to give you, it was kind of anticlimactic.
2: But I will say and I think I'd have to go back this is something to watch for moving forward but I believe it is the only or at least the first time we see a blood splatter in Star Wars
0: No there's blood in uh New Hope when Obi-Wan cuts off Ponda right. Boba's arm but there's but this like is blood like, pouring out of his arm Sure but this but is this like an get, anime blood You get like yeah. yeah you get like the pink mist yeah 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 Yeah
3: the mist yeah
0: Uh but yes uh Darth Maul I love the look on Darth Maul's face when he gets cut in half which is a look of just like huh Yeah like This is a new sensation. (laughs) I can't feel my legs. Is this what In Excess was singing about (laughs) in the song New Sensation? being cut in half it was pretty sure my contract said three movies
2: <laughs> tumble
0: tumble tumble pit pit pit
2: and I also love that on the way James. down as if being cut in half was not embarrassing enough he whacks his head on the <laughs> side of the fucking pit wall
1: it's
3: like Mortal Kombat as shit yeah and then uh, Obi-Wan looks into the pit and he's like this is Naboo <laughs> and the Persians never came back
2: cool yeah solid 300
0: reference. Well done, right? Yeah, I was here for There's never age. (laughs) Hey, uh, are you telling me that a movie about 300 guys in leather diapers ages? You're crazy. Come on. Leather diapers never go out of style. (laughs) Gerard Butler will be
3: king of action from henceforth. I I think of that film every time it's raining men. (laughs) John, best kill.
2: Uh, My best kill is actually going to be probably the most emotional kill, which is, you know, we're grading on a curve in this movie, uh, but it is definitely the death of Qui-Gon. Sure. uh, Because in the—this had been spoiled in the soundtrack. There was a track that was called the, you know, Qui-Gon's Funeral, and it was released before the movie. I, believe it or not, was not nerdy enough to buy the soundtrack to this movie before it came out, so I was completely surprised— when Qui-Gon fucking bites it in this movie. It was genuinely shocking because I thought for sure, you know, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, and Obi-Wan are going to be like our our Luke, Leia, and Vader triumvirate yeah. for this trilogy. So and it was incredibly oh, shocking yeah. to see Qui-Gon, and pretty viscerally and brutally, again, he gets smacked in the chin with the kind of... Sp- middle section the of that lightsaber light light yeah. the hilt. pommel the pommels yeah. the double pommel the double pommel yeah, uh, which is going to be my new wrestling super movie yeah the double pommel the dope pom. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah
2: yeah yeah and I just I really like it and again it is it is a death that does seem to carry some weight
3: in this movie
0: it really is kind of the only death that kind of carries in weight.
3: weight in the
2: movie like yeah. Darth
0: Maul's in the end it's just more of a relief it's like oh bad guy dead okay Uh but like you know gong frog like there's a little sadness but not much Oh, you (laughs) don't know.
2: Gongfrog was two days from retirement. He had a family. He wrapped up his 401k in his pension so they couldn't get it out. Mm -hmm. He was just waiting to get that boat
0: out in the water.
2: (laughs) Jabba said, I need you back for one more race. Nah, Jabba, I'm out of that game. I'm done. I got a family now. One more race and I'll pay all your debts. You'll be a free man once more. Alright Jabba, you're pulling me back in Oh no, what's that?
0: Ah. It's so dark Crunch, (laughs) (laughs) Smith My children Kids Kids, Have you seen your father? (laughs) No, he hasn't come home yet That was
2: the worst thing is he lied to his wife Because he knew she
0: would say no (laughs) I'll be right back I'm just gonna go out and get some death sticks
3: (laughs) (laughs) Need cigarettes and milk
0: I had one burning
3: question about this. Okay. Is there... A, about Gong Frog? <laughs> is there a mixed drink called
2: the Qui-Gon Gin? There is. You can see it on drunkenmoogle.com. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. What, yeah. what Do you know what's in it? Uh, there's definitely gin, obviously. You would hope so. Uh, and some kind of, like, something makes it green, which is the color of his lightsaber. Oh, it's probably Midori. Uh, uh, yeah, I Midori. think so, yeah. yeah. And then some, like, club soda or something like that. Oh, I don't know course, the exact... Yeah. It actually sounded pretty good, but yeah. also... Kind of expensive to make. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, he is a Jedi.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're the classiest of all the uh, movie religions. Yeah, Moving definitely. on to our final bullet point Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? You guys gave me enough silence, so it's okay. <laughs> John, is this an action movie? I am going to
2: take the controversial stand that yes, this is an action movie. Uh, Like I said, I have a lot of genuine affection for this movie. It is by far not a perfect movie, but I will say it is not a bad movie. I do firmly put it in the it's okay to good movie range. Uh, It also, it came out uh, at a time I was like 13 or 14 when it came out. So I have this like weird actual nostalgia for it Mm -hmm, in a strange mm -hmm. way. Uh, and like, I don't know, remember that original Star Wars you were a fucking dumb kid when you first saw it. There's a lot of stupid stuff in those movies that you just kind of forgave for the cool stuff. <clears throat> I will say the proportions are very different in the prequels, <laughs> obviously, but I think there's a lot to like in this movie also and I, was, I do.
3: I was awesome kid for the record. I had impeccable. It is me, awesome
2: kid. I've got
3: my neon backwards baseball cap and my purple zigzag skateboard. I only watched The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest and, (laughs) and Reboot because I was a cool kid. Yeah.
2: Whatever, mom. I'm getting a Green Day tape. I don't care what you say. Yeah, and
3: it was Dookie because that's how old I am. Oh, see, I had a, a, a what was or it? Ten, what, what was it? The uh, what was the Ten
2: Thousand and One Slap Happy songs or something like that? Oh, They're like follow. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. that was. Shit. But like whatever, it was loud, and my
3: parents didn't like it. <laughs>
2: I remember distinctly playing that uh very loudly while playing fucking Legend of Zelda Link oh, to the Past. Nice. I listen to a uh, live. they do not, they do not mash up in a musical no, way. I bet not. I bet
0: not. Patrick, is this an action movie? I'm gonna go with no. More importantly, is this a punk rock musical? <laughs>
3: It's actually a little closer. I would say that this is a movie with like three really great action sequences. Like the first series of fights where they're getting uh, Amadala off the planet. The race. And then the last series of fights.
0: Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah,
3: And there's a whole lot of blah, 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 blah in between. Which is why I often don't give the Expendables credit for being an action movie. <laughs> Valid.
0: <laughs> Mark, is this an action movie? I'm going to say yes, and I don't think it's quite as controversial a stance as you think, John, to say yes, it is an action movie. I think it is definitely an action movie. There's quite a bit of action. There's a lot of little lightsaber fights uh, at the beginning when they uh, the negotiations break down. Then there's the chase uh, in Naboo, and then there's the underwater monster fight, and there's a little bit more lightsaber fights. There's quite a bit of action, actually, so I'm all right with it. There is a lot of boring talky-talk, and that kind of sucks. But I would definitely say that th- this is an action movie. Alright, final reviews of Star... of Star- almost said Star Trek. Yeah. Final reviews of Star Wars <laughs> Episode One: The Phantom Menace. John? Uh, I give it one double-bladed lightsaber. Patrick? Why was I
3: never Darth Maul
2: for Halloween? These are great questions.
3: Yeah, no, that guy's awesome.
2: I actually, when I was in, like, junior high, did go as Darth Maul for a Halloween. Yeah?
3: It was. I think, I'm pretty sure it was my last Halloween, too. D- did you pick up, like, to Darth Chicks? That's what they call fangirls for Star Wars, right? Darth Chicks? Yep. They sure do. Uh, for, again, for the listening audience
2: who can't see the blinding annoyance that has taken over my body like
0: a Lovecraft monster. Mark, final review of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Eh, it's alright. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't love it. It's okay. That's the best I can give it. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back next time with some Star Wars uh, Episode 2 Attack of the Clones Oh the Clones Yeah, The that's right. Irish <laughs> What? <laughs>
2: Are the Irish known for their superior cloning yeah, technology? The O-Fets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For Bonnie You Com- don't think it's Boba Fett It's Bob O-Fett <laughs> <laughs> For Body Consent Beer I am Mark Rosenthal I am Patrick o I am Jank O'Rooney. <laughs> Good night, God damn it. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere find podcasts are parade. Please leave us a rating or review. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Body Count Cast, or email us at
1: bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.